Okay, and the Ramchal concludes his discussion of the attribute of precious with the following warning. He says, and that which a person needs to be careful of when it comes to acquiring the attribute of precious, of separating from the physical, at least from the things which are not necessities for you, is that a person should not um, try to skip from one extreme to the other, okay, in one moment, because for, meaning, to, meaning to jump, because this for sure is not going to work, it will not succeed. And rather, what a person needs to do is a person needs to go very, very slowly, little by little, today, he or she acquires a little bit of this, tomorrow, acquires a little bit more of it, until a person gets used to it and accustoms himself to this, until it becomes totally second nature for the person. And this is a, a principle which is not only for the highest levels, uh, you know, that we're discussing of acquiring precious, but this is, a, this is a principle in spiritual growth. Is that we say in the davening at Mariv, we ask Hashem in the, one of the brachas of Kriyat Shema at Mariv, as it says, to remove the Satan from in front of us and behind us. The Satan is the force of spiritual resistance that we all have to overcome, our Yitzharas, the things which try and block us from spiritual growth. Um, and so we ask God to remove that from us so that we can succeed. But very interesting is, is we, add, we don't just, it would make sense that this, this Satan, which means that the word itself, Satan, right, which of course where the English word Satan comes from, which is generally a very, very, very uh, twisted understanding of the concept. But the, 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 the concept of this, the, the word in Hebrew is Satan, means to block, Satan, to block something. So, so, you, um, the fact that the Yitzhahara is, is blocking us, is standing in our way, so that we understand. So remove it from in front of us. But why do we say remove it from behind us? Why would the Yitzhahara be behind us? And the answer is very simple. Because the Yitzhahara's job is to stop us. And when the Yitzhahara sees that a person is determined, and they have a real ratzen, a real desire to grow, and nothing's going to stop him, and he, if he, can, he stands in the way, that she's going to push, push him away, so the Yitzhahara is clever. The Yitzhahara then gets, says, fine, so lets the person go, and then gets behind, and then starts to push. And gets the, so the person thinks, they're, oh, they're doing so great in this, doing such a, such a big mitzvah, and purses, purses the person so it goes too fast and takes on too much. I remember it was years ago, before I was married, I was actually involved um, also in, in doing uh, Jewish outreach, living, uh, living in Israel. I was in yeshiva, and I remember that I was involved in a certain program, and a guy showed up. It was actually, I was, it was, I was running a hostel, um, where Jewish travelers could stay, and a guy shows up with a Jewish guy, totally not religious, long hair, sort of like a hippie, um, backpacker, traveler type of a guy, and he showed up with his non-Jewish girlfriend. Uh, and so they, they were hanging out in the old city, they were going to classes and things like that, um, and he was getting very interested in the whole thing. Um, and then I didn't see him for a while, and a couple of weeks later, I saw him... Um, walking through the old city with his non-Jewish girlfriend, and he gave, I saw him and I got a huge fright, okay, because he had actually, he had, he had this long hair, right, which had gone down to his, you know, past his shoulders, and he had actually sh shaved his head, okay, but left payas, so he, he left the long hair by his payas, so he had payas going, you know, going, going down to his knees, and he had his tzitzits he was wearing going down to his knees, and he looked, he looked like he was the, like a Hasidah Shereber or something, and I see this guy, and I thought, uh-oh. 
you know, and I, I say hi to him, and he's Baruch Hashem and Amir Hashem and all that, you know, and there's his non-Jewish girlfriend standing there, right? And I was thinking, oh, this guy's in trouble, right? And uh, sure enough, it, it, a few weeks later, the guy was gone. Okay, the guy was he was out of there, okay? Because that's not healthy. That's not how you grow. Okay, that's that's you know you can't jump from one extreme to the other in a single moment. Growth, you know, grow, there's a reason why that, you know, in, in um, Yaakov, the famous dream of Yaakov, Jacob's ladder, it's a ladder. Because spiritual growth has to be done one rung at a time. You can't skip on a ladder. When you're, if you're running up the flight of stairs, you can take two or three stairs at a time. But spiritual growth is not a staircase, it's a ladder. And it has to be taken one rung at a time. As he says, it's a very great danger if a person thinks he can suddenly say, I'm giving up all of the, all of the issues. I'm going to the desert. I'm meditating by myself. I'm giving up all my physical desires. I'm going to be by myself. He says, that's, that's a fail. Okay, that's not going to work. And it's going to end up being sending the person way, way back. So rather, his spiritual growth has to be taken one step at a time in a way which is thought out, a way which is healthy, and a way which is long-lasting.